0: With over a million and a half downloads monthly, these tickets will sell out. So keep an eye on our social media pages and check the podcast bio for direct links to purchase yours as soon as they're released on Friday, May 10. I can't wait to see you there.
1: Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right.
3: The producers of this podcast recognise the traditional owners of the land on which it's recorded. They pay respect to the Aboriginal elders past, present and those emerging.
0: The following podcast contains content of a graphic, violent nature and is not suitable for children. Sandy Harvey hasn't seen her daughter Liesl since 2012. At that time, Liesl was 23 years old. She was happy and healthy and working in her dream job, caring for horses. But it was horses that brought her into contact with James Church, a much older man with whom she fell in love. After her disappearance, Sandy discovered Liesl's relationship with Church was one of cruelty and heartache. For one thing, Liesl wasn't the only woman he was seeing, and she knew it. Ten years after Liesl's disappearance, Sandy and the rest of her family thought they might finally be on the verge of some kind of breakthrough. But James Church had one more cruel twist up his sleeve. Tell us about Liesl then. What sort of kid was she? A very
3: individual child. She lived in her own world. I think she was more like me than any of them because she was an animal lover, and as long as she knew where she was and what she was doing, then that was okay. It didn't matter if nobody else knew where she was or what she was doing. When she got older, she had a lot more friends She, um, because she was out working and, and, and male and female friends she had, you know, and if they didn't have horses, then they had dogs, so she was into the, all that stuff as well.
0: Any boyfriends or girlfriends?
3: Well, the guy that she was with. Who allegedly abducted and allegedly murdered her, that was her boyfriend at the time.
0: was he her age? That's James Scott Church. He was a lot older. He was a lot
3: older he easy twenty years, twenty years on her, and he was actually seeing another woman who he said that this other woman was the love of his life, and no he he was monogamous with her and all this sort of thing, and in actual fact he was. Messing around with not just my daughter but um, a couple of other people as well So and kept it all under wraps so that Sutherland wouldn't find out. How did she know him? Where did she meet this guy? Uh, because he lived down the road from her and he was a farrier.
0: Just remind me again what exactly, I know that's a horsey thing.
3: Like a blacksmith, the shoes horses.
0: Okay, okay.
3: Yep, and because she had horses and she needed a farrier. They sort of met and got together and, yeah.
0: Did you know about the relationship at the time?
3: No, I didn't. When we were in court, he said, oh, no, we were keeping it a secret and yet she was telling everybody that she was having a relationship with him and that she was pregnant to him, which she wasn't, but he didn't tell anybody because he didn't want, this other woman that he was madly in love with, so supposedly,
0: to know. So when Liesl went missing, what was the first that you knew of that? I didn't find out until
3: quite a few weeks later. I was actually in the same street that the police station was in. I'd actually taken one of my daughters and her partner to Centrelink and I was in the street and I saw him in my side mirror my ex he was he'd come out of the police station was walking up towards my car and shoved his head in the driver's window and said, "Are you aware that Lisa's missing and i went what- what are you talking about? That's when I found out, and that was about three weeks.
0: so her father was aware that she was missing,
3: yeah, but he just didn't tell me it was like probably the next day or or about that when the detectives turned up and And they actually said, we have him in the police station at this moment.
0: James Church. Do they disclose to you at that point that they've been in a relationship, it's gone sour? Like how much did they tell you that
3: day? No, they didn't tell me. They just said that they knew that her and he had been in a relationship. I thought she was just, you know, had gone off somewhere and hadn't told anybody and then Then when they found the car, they got hold of the security camera video. Oh, God. From the train station. And saw her, yeah, saw her getting out of her car and getting into his car and driving off. And so they showed that to me and said, this is why we think it was him. They initially called him in or got him in there because they knew that um, through my ex, he told them that... you know, she was ha- hanging out with this guy all the time. So they said, well, look, you know, when did you see her last? And he denied seeing her. And and then when they got the video back into the police station, well, look, she's getting into
0: your car. Why is that happening? And then a whole new story. So he's changed his story within the first couple of days that they've known about him. He's had to change his story a couple of times already. yeah. Did she tell anyone else that she was going to meet him there? No, she didn't tell anybody anything. We
3: think what the scenario was because he originally said that she kept hassling him to come and meet her and in actual fact the police had the phone records and it proved that he rang her and they said that they think that he arranged to meet her at Tugwa Station because she wanted to move out from where she was living with her father and he had had a couple of properties and so we think what he's done is said, look, bring your car to Tugra Station, he won't find it, you come with me and I'll take you up and show you the new house that I've just set up for you and she's gotten into his car and gone and that
0: was it. What you do know is that she had been telling him that she was having his baby so perhaps, I suppose it's not, doesn't seem like too much of a stretch to think that maybe she's been saying, I'm having your baby, I'm pregnant, and mm. you, you need to set me and the baby up in, yep. with a place to live.
3: Yeah. And I think it was also the possibility that she was a threat to his relationship with this other woman. His car was caught on the speed cameras for the trucks and they caught him at Sandy Hollow and at Merriwell two days before, on the 17th, which was a Friday, and then again on the Sunday. We sort of thought about the fact that he may have gone up there on the Friday and sussed out a place and then took her up there on the Sunday and did whatever he did.
2: If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host.
0: Finally, after 10 years, the Wyong police have felt as though they had the brief of evidence together. And they've obviously they've convinced the, the DPP, the New South Wales Public Prosecutor, and, and he, yep. he or she have, have agreed and they've taken it yep. to trial. They've charged James Scott Church with the murder of your daughter, Liesl. Yeah. So it's gone to trial finally. 68 days of evidence. So you were one yep. of the first to give evidence then, were you? Yeah,
3: yeah. It was hard because I really didn't know that much about her disappearance They asked me a couple of questions that um, floored me a bit and the judge asked me to leave the courtroom while she spoke to the defence and when I came back that line of questioning was squashed Mm. and um, I think I only answered maybe four or five questions, that was it, because I didn't really know anything much. Yeah. But I sat there with my pen and my writing
0: pad and wrote everything down you sat through sixty-eight days of evidence, and so explain exactly what happened. Had the judge then, because I know generally then they'll go away and have a, have a think for a long time. Yep. Had, yep. had that happened?
3: Yeah, she'd gone away, mm. and then we got notification that she was going to hand the judgment down.
0: Well, how long was the gap? Because you must be just on the you're just on the edge
3: of your seat. Uh, it was a couple of weeks and. Because I had a daughter coming from Queensland and another daughter coming from Tasmania, they had asked the judge instead of giving like forty eight hours, if they could give a bit longer so that they could book flights and things and, and get here and you know, and so the judge gave. I think she said it on the Monday and it was supposed to be delivered on the Friday, so that gave them time to get here. And then on the Thursday, he got himself in the car and passed a hose into his car and started the engine and that was the end of it. I think he was declared dead at 9, 9.30 or something in the morning and um, the detectives rang me and told me.
0: So I'm reading mm-hmm. here, um, speaking on Friday, Justice said so this would have been the Friday that you got your yeah. um, verdict Justice Fullerton acknowledged Liesl's family and friends, including you, uh, Liesl's mother, Sandy, and she said, because of Mr Church's death yesterday, which brought this trial to an end, I cannot announce my verdict today. I was devastated. It's fascinating because I just would assume that, that it wouldn't and shouldn't prevent her from delivering the verdict, but she says the law simply did not allow her to return a verdict publicly announce it or publish the very lengthy reasons that she had prepared for her verdict.
3: Yep. I don't, I don't get it. The thing is, to me, it's protecting the accused. I'm in no better position now than I was 11 years ago. No. I don't have lethal, and I don't have someone who's responsible for taking her away from me. I get angry too because it's just not fair. Where's the justice for Liesel? Um You know, she's, there's nothing, nothing for her. I mean, I, I think of when she first went missing and then they said that, you know, he, he's probably murdered her or I could think of <laughs> was her laying out there. In the cold, not being able to, you know, contact anybody or, you know, ha- have somebody who loves her holding her, and you know, she was she's just out there on her own. It's just not right. It's just not right. I have a a thing on the back of my car. It's got a, it's a poster of lethal. And you know, if anybody knows anything, contact them. And I have a Facebook page for her as well. Just if people would just go in there and like it and share it with their friends. Like, if one friend shared it with two people, and then those two people shared it with two people, I'm not asking them to go through their you know 500 friends and say, listen, you've got to share this. I'm just asking just to share it with one or two people. The more people that know about Lisel, what's happened to Liesl the more chance we've got of changing the law of the possibility of somebody hearing something that they thought, oh, hang on a minute. Now I remember that name because it's an unusual name. It's not yeah. Jenny or Arthur or, you know, yeah. anything like that. And they go, oh, I remember hearing something about that. I wonder if I can remember what where I was when that happened. And, you know, and uh, like the Crime
0: Stoppers number, if, if people don't want to be Made aware. No, but it's good to remind people that you can always talk to Crime Stoppers uh, anonymously. And you're right; just to remind people of all of those things. And as we just said, just come forward and just tell them that little thing that you might have thought yeah. over the years. No, they wouldn't be interested in. Just to tell me, them.
3: Yeah. To me, it's like a jigsaw puzzle, and if you don't have all the pieces, then you can't solve the puzzle. Yeah. And you you never know that little tidbit of information that you have may just that's another piece of the puzzle that's that's put in. And, you know, the police would rather that you ring up and say something than think, oh, well, that's not very significant or that's not important or what you don't think is important could be a major thing, yeah, you know, for the police to be able to to deal with. So, yeah, I just... <laughs> she's worth it. Well, she is. <laughs> she, she's really worth it
0: thank you to our guest today sandy harvey and thank you for downloading this episode of australian true crime we'll be back next week
3: this has been another smart production in conjunction with the acast creator network